0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those who don't identify as either, you are listening to Ratchet and Respectable with Demetria L. Lucas. I'm recording this on Friday, October 29th at 1124 a.m. My goal was to have this thing out by midnight, and clearly I missed that deadline. I'm still trying to pull my life back together, y'all. Thank you so much. For your patience because I know the episodes have been coming in late they're coming but they're coming in late and I'm really trying to get back on track but life is just it's spinning out right now I thought I could get back on track but I got a last minute call from the network for this um this show that I'm up for and they wanted another interview and so that meant prep for another interview So like, you know, preparing all of my answers and researching the statistics and, you know, just making sure I like, you know, crowd my brain with as much information as possible because they won't give me the questions in advance. So I can like really prep. So I just have to do like a across the board like they could ask me anything and make sure that, you know, I'm on my P's and Q's. So I had to like drop everything to do that. And then I had to like scramble to find a makeup artist because, you know, there are these Zoom interviews, but they chop up the footage. And send it around to the network execs. And for this last interview, it was a live Zoom. So I'm having a conversation with one person, and the network execs are lurking in the background, making their evaluations and decisions. So so it was a drop everything to to prep and be in full hair and full face and full wardrobe for this interview. And even though it's only like 30 minutes, like it's a it's a lot to prepare, and then I'm just exhausted afterward because I'm operating at like 120 um, and I'm just like wiped out afterward. And then I thought I had a dental appointment to get my teeth whitened yesterday. We had to reschedule this interview like a bunch of times. So like, you know, when all the execs could be ready to tune in. So I was like, well, you know, F it. I'm just going to throw my Thursday away. And I couldn't remember what time I had the appointment. So I was like, I guess I'm just going to miss it. So I was scrambling that morning, forgot to call the dentist to cancel. So I called afterward and I was like, hey, do I have like an appointment today? And they were like, "Mm, no. And I was like, are you sure? Because I thought I was getting a bleaching. And they were like, "Mm, no. And they were like, but if you want to come in. And I was like, oh. And I was like, also, can I get like my front tooth like refiled? Like, after I got my braces off, I got my front teeth filed down so they would be, like, very, very even across the front. And one of them looked longer to me than the other. It was just, like, the center actually was a little bit longer. Like, the edges were fine. And it's something I only noticed because when I do my makeup myself, I do it in, like, a six-time magnified mirror. And, like, I was looking at my teeth one day, and I was like, I feel like one tooth is, like, a millimeter longer than the other one. So the dentist's office said I could come in. So I did. And the dentist comes in and she's like, I, I don't see what you're talking about. And I was like, no, can you see? Can you see? And so she puts on like her special dental glasses. And so she was like, you know, with these on, which is, you know, magnified. Yes, I can see it. And I was like, can you just file it down? And she was like, no one will ever notice this except you. And I was like, yes, but once I saw it, I can't unsee it. And it's like, you know, activating my like, like OCD. And she was like, Demetria. <laughs> And I was like, I know, I know. Can you please? Cause uh, God forbid I'd be on camera in HD and like my teeth look uneven. It would drive me nuts. So she filed it down and now it's like perfect. And I'm very happy. And then I got my teeth bleached, which is a painful process. I didn't realize how much that shit would hurt. I did it once before, like years and years and years ago. And I use whitening toothpaste. I use charcoal toothpaste. So they're pretty white. They don't need a lot of work, but I wanted them like TV white. So I got them bleached. And then like, actually, as I'm talking about it, they're starting to tingle again. But the tingling, like the sensitivity afterward, like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And the the, um, the dental assistant was like, no, you should take a couple Advil. And I was like, no, it's fine. I don't feel anything. And then it hit the first time. And I was like, oh, but like my knees buckled. I don't know if it's nerves, enamel, whatever. Like I was like, well, maybe if I just keep my mouth closed so no air gets to it. No, they just randomly like hurt. It was really bad yesterday, which is also part of the reason I couldn't record because it was like painful. But I went to sleep. I took like I took like a bunch of Tylenol. I mean, in like I don't mean like a bunch like OD, but like, you know, three before I went to bed last night and then I woke up. I could still feel my teeth, but they're not in pain. My dental office is so sweet. The Smile Studio in Inglewood, which I've mentioned on social media several times. And apparently a bunch of y'all have been showing up because when I went to pay for my bleaching and filing yesterday, when they told me how much it was and I was like, all right, fine. But they handed me the receipt and like, it says 0.00 and they were like, thank you. Cause you didn't send so many people our way. The lady at the front desk was like, we have like two pages worth of referrals from you. I was like, "Oh." It's so sweet. And I totally don't mind shouting them out and people supporting them because everybody in there is a black woman. I think I saw like a Latino dentist once. But everybody else in there, from the front staff to the dental assistant to my orthodontist to my dentist, like everybody else is a black woman. So I love to support them. And they play really good music. Like the Isley Brothers, Anita Baker, Luther Vandross. Like I be in the waiting room getting my full life. And then when I go inside, it's like sister to sister, 227, Martin, a different world. I'd be like, y'all get me. Y'all really get me. I love my dentist. I'm actually sad that my braces are off and I don't have to like go in like every like a month or every other month. Like, I really enjoy going to the dentist. Who says that? I didn't enjoy yesterday after my teeth hurting, but they look Hollywood white and they're super straight, which is exactly what I wanted. So, yeah. Oh, the merch came. A bunch of stuff is sitting in house. I still don't have a drop date for it. I'll tell you on the next episode, because when I say the merch came in, I mean like a third of it came in. It's a really big order. And um, I don't know if people who are not like shipping things pay attention to the shipping situations, especially this time of year, but there are a bunch of boats at the ports that are holding merchandise that can't unload. So there's a bunch of stuff that people need that can't get to the suppliers which means it can't get to us, the sellers. But there's a holdup on a bunch of merch, particularly like sweatshirts, T-shirts, things like that, that are not being allowed into the ports. So like the oddest things, like all the green shirts in the world, all the purple shirts in the world, all all the blues, all the pinks, white extra large crew necks are nowhere to be found right now, which I'm like of all things. So all the white and gold merchandise is in, Except for the extra large crewnecks, which I was like, I kind of need those. As a fun fact, XL is my most popular sweatshirt size. Um, So I'm just like, hello. So the merch is almost here. I apologize for the delayed dates. Like it was originally supposed to be October 15th and we just couldn't pull it off. So now it's looking like maybe, possibly early November. I'll let you know as soon as I have a date. I promise I will. I posted a couple pictures of the samples that I have in house. I've got to take those to the photographer as soon as I'm done recording the podcast, but I posted some of the pictures and people were like, I want, I want, which makes me very happy that you want. Um, but people were like, you know, when, when, when like, I don't have an answer yet. I'm sorry. What else is going on? I've still been walking around singing Jasmine Sullivan off key, getting my whole full life. I'm obsessed with her now. Like, I was already obsessed with Jasmine Sullivan, but I think I'd moved on to new albums. And then after hearing her perform the other day, and she only sang two songs, like, now I'm re obsessed with Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I have a whole title playlist of just Jasmine Sullivan. She's like our Black Adele. I want her to have sales like Adele and, like, love like Adele. I want, like, you know, celebrations every time she releases an album like Adele, because that's what she is to us. She needs money, accolades, and, like, you know, star power. Like Adele. Give Jasmine Sullivan all of her just due. I really haven't been paying that much attention to the news, to be quite honest with you. I'm swamped with, like, work stuff. There's still a couple things that I can't mention, but I'm, like, super, super overwhelmed right now. What else? I did see, though. Oh, I thought I saw. Let me say that. I did see that Jada Pinkett Smith was back in the news for embarrassing Will again. I was like, ma'am, how many times you gonna embarrass this man? Actually, how many times are y'all going to embarrass each other? Because I feel like they do this real passive aggressive back and forth thing. Well, after like the August Alcina thing where he came out and was like, yeah, I was fucking Jada Pinkett Smith, which was his tea to spill. He was part of the entanglement. He had direct firsthand knowledge. You can tell your own story. So, okay. But he spilled that tea. And then everybody came out attacking Jada and was like, how could you do that to Will? How could you? And Will, you know, he came on Red Table Talk. He saved Jada's ass in that sense. Because I think Red Table Talk might have tanked. if Will hadn't come out and sort of, you know, given a, like, a, it's all good. Because people were 38 hot with Jada over that. But I was like, you could have told us at the time, Will, that y'all had an open relationship. And that you had done your dirt too. But you let us think that, you know, oh, it was just Jada out there doing hers. You let us speculate about you for months. And now that he's got this new book coming out. He does this big interview, I think it was with GQ, in which he finally says, like, basically they have an open relationship. Like, okay, but you let us for months think that, you know, Jada was just out here wild and you were being a good boy, which wasn't the case. Y'all was doing some shit that y'all agreed to. Now, Jada might have some some ethical issues with, you know, the young man who was, you know, having mental trouble and was a friend of her son. That's a lot. But y'all did have an open relationship. Now Jada's back in the news. And all the headlines, and I specifically am saying the headlines, are saying things like, quote, Jada Pinkett Smith talks about difficulty of having a healthy sex life with Will Smith. That makes it sound like Will's peen game is trash. Like, I saw these headlines and I was like, ma'am, you can't be out here talking about your husband this way. Like, enough is enough. Like, you already, you know, out here having sex with 27-year-olds. Now you're going to go tell the world that your husband's dick is trash, ma'am, ma'am. I know you want to be honest. I know you want to be transparent. I know there's a lot of women who can relate to husbands with trash dick. But you, Jada, who's fresh off a scandal of embarrassing your husband and yourself, you can't be out here saying this man's dick is trash, implying the man's dick is trash. It turns out that's not what happened. The headlines were inaccurate. The headlines were doing the most. Here's what happened. Gwyneth Paltrow, she has a new show on Netflix, and it's about sex. Sex, love, and goop. I've seen the um, trailers on Netflix because I finally finished um, Squid Game. I got to episode seven with the tempered glass. That shit was wild. And then I just, like, zoomed through. I was like, I can't stop now. I have to see what happens next. And then it got weird. I'm still not sure about that ending. That's not the point. The point is, I've seen trailers for Gwyneth Paltrow's new show, L describes it as, quote, a six episode series unscripted, which follows real couples as they're guided by experts to work on intimacy, communication, body image and pleasure for themselves and each other. Now, in the trailer, there's a black man. I don't know what they did to that black man, but he he was so filled with pleasure or intimacy, one or the other, maybe both that he started crying. And I was like, well, what's that? I want to do that. I want, it, I want it to be so good. I cry about it. Tears of joy. I cried tears of joy. If you know where that's from, <laughs> Rick Ross voice. <laughs> but Jada had Gwyneth on to talk about her new show on Netflix. And so the show is about sex. So the women talked about sex. And that's when Jada said this about Will. She said, quote, it's hard. The thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey. We started in this at a very young age, you know, 22 years old. That's why the accountability part really hit for me, because I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. That's a huge pitfall. So that's the quote that everyone is using to talk about how Jada is saying that she's having a difficult sex life with Will. Which is not what she said. But it's what everyone thinks she said. So <laughs> 50 Cent, because he, he ain't shit. He jumped in the conversation and he was like, why does she keep doing this shit? And I hate quoting him because I really don't like 50 Cent. But it was the honest to God first thing I thought too. He was like, why does she keep doing this shit? <laughs> it makes the relationship appear weak. First an entanglement, now this. Come on, what the fuck? Broken clocks are right twice a day. There were a bunch of articles, too, written about, like, why does Jada keep embarrassing Will Smith? There's something on InStyle. There was an article on Yahoo News. It was called, I wonder how I can embarrass this man this month. (laughs) Fans call out Jada Pinkett Smith for saying this about marriage to Will. Actress later responds. So after all these headlines, which misconstrued what Jada Pinkett Smith actually said, she comes back out and clarifies. She tweeted... Only because I got time today. Stop making up headlines. Watch the red table talk I did with Gwyneth Paltrow for yourself. Will and I have never, in caps, had an issue in the bedroom. Thank you. You know we wouldn't be conversing about this if you just didn't bring up the topic though, right? And I'm not saying it's okay. And I'm not saying it's okay to misconstrue the headlines. That's not right. That's not good. That's not ethical. As a journalist, that's not the right thing to do. I know everybody wants people to click on their articles. It's not the right thing to do to misrepresent what was said in an interview. I also do know that we weren't talking about her and Will's sex life. Or actually we stopped talking about her and Will's sex life because there was no new news about it. And then she got on red table and started talking about it. And now we're discussing it again. I'm just saying. I feel bad for them sometimes. Because I think Jada and Will are both in this weird quagmire. People don't really like Jada right now. A lot of people took it very personally that she cheated on Will Smith. Because he's looked at it, this ideal guy. Men and women. So I feel like anytime Jada has like the slightest of, of missteps. Or there's anything that people can like latch on to and run with. They do that going to be really difficult, especially as somebody that has to, like, talk about their lives as part of their work and do so on a very big platform. I'm sure that's a challenge for her. But just in case you were wondering, no, Will Smith does not have trash dick, according to his wife. Only it's only implied in misconstrued headlines. Will's book is coming out. I think we talked about it at some point. I saw he started doing promo for it on his Instagram page. I'm actually really excited about it. Because it's a mad, thick book. And we did talk about it because I remember talking about he, um, his co-writer for it is the guy who did, um, this, was it The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Which says a whole lot about what may or may not be included in this book. And yes, we talked about it as part of talking about Will Smith's cover on GQ. You'd be pleased to know that Will Smith has grown his mustache back. Like that whole, like, I'm not going to have a mustache, but I am going to have a full beard was just... It wasn't the best look for our friend Will. He looked like D.O. Hughley. Let me make sure I'm describing Will's facial hair correctly. It looked better. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, he's back to a goatee. Oh, no, he has a full beard. What I'm trying to say is he has a mustache and Will looks like Will again. And it makes me happy because I think Will is a very attractive man. I like to see him looking his best. Oh, we have yet another update about Darius McCrary, a.k.a. Eddie Winslow. So, Remember initially it was, he did that video with, um, why can I never remember this woman's name? Maybe because I didn't know who she was until this whole thing popped off. And that's not me being shady. That's just me saying like, I I didn't know who she was. He did this video with Sydney Starr. She's a transgender woman. They were doing a photo shoot. She released video from the photo shoot. People... I guess went after him really hard for being attracted to or being in a relationship with a transgender woman. He does this video at a lunch with his mother, it seems. And he says he's not in a relationship with Sydney star. She's one of his friends, but they are not dating. They're not in a relationship. She comes back and says they've been dating since February, and she releases more video of him all up on her, kissing her, like, I mean, tonguing her down. Like, he was very interested, invested, attracted, like, all up on her. So it was clear that, you know, something's happening. Maybe they're not in a relationship, but dating, sex, something of that nature is occurring between them. Okay. In the video with Darius and his mom, he made an allusion to to a fiancé. He says something about like, you're asking me about this. Like, he was like, but you're not asking about the fiance. A line, a throwaway line, which mentions a fiance. And I was like, "Er?" but nothing ever came further of that story. So the new story is Sydney did this interview. Sydney went on the real and they talked to her about the controversy with her and Darius McCrary and this photo shoot and whether they're dating or not dating. And so now Sydney has gone from, they were dating since February, which is what she said. And then she posted that video of them, like, you know, kissing and him up all up on her and grabbing her ass and her backing it up on him. She says, now this is on the real. She says, we are friends. He's a very good friend of mine. That's all I'm going to say. He's fun to hang out with. As you can see, I'm a fun girl to hang out with. And I'm reading this from the source. I didn't watch the actual episode of The Real. So just to clarify, it looked like they were in a relationship. He said they weren't. She said they are. Now she's coming back and saying they're just friends. And this comes on the heels of an announcement. I don't know who announced it because I don't be paying attention to these people. But there's an announcement that he's engaged... To Rick James, ex-wife? I swear, I have to screenshot something. So that'd be like, did I read that? I don't think I've read that. Am I understanding that? I can't understand that. So I guess, so that's the fiance that he was referencing? I'm so confused. And I really don't care. I'm just giving an update on this story because we talked about it twice before. And now it's just, you know, descending into madness. May all these grown folks be happy and figure out who they're dating and engaged to and not be cheating on one another. That's all I want. Or maybe they have an open relationship like the Smiths. But just say that so that your life don't look messy. So people just like, you know, people thinking you're cheating is one thing. People think you got an open relationship. they be like, well, that's them over there. That's what they do. You know, ain't no story. Everybody knows what's going on. Ain't no secrets. Ain't no story. Ain't no tea. Consenting adults agreeing to consensually have sex with other people. Tepid tea. Consenting adults having sex with people they ain't supposed to be having sex with. T. T. Oh, there's an update on AKAs and Insecure. Remember on Tuesday, we talked about this controversy on Insecure with an actress who, as part of her employment, memorized lines and acted in a scene because her character is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And we talked about how that actress, while playing a character, wore clothes that identified her as a member of AKA. And people were very upset about it. And I said last week, maybe a little condescendingly, I'll I'll acknowledge that, that like, do you seriously think that HBO, a premium television network who has a whole department dedicated to clearances, Do you really think HBO would have someone in a crest, a shield, aka letters, paraphernalia without clearing it? With the organization, that's crazy. Because, like I said, TV people are hypersensitive. And I gave examples of times when I was on a show where I had to take art off my walls because of the clearance issues. Or certain sweatshirts that I was asked not to wear because of the clearance issues. And I was like, seriously, Bravo does it, then surely HBO does it. I was wrong. I apologize. I thought better of HBO, and I shouldn't have. As it would turn out, HBO did not get clearance from Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, who does own the trademark for their name. And they would have needed to give permission to show the shield of their organization on the show. They released a letter to the members of the organization. One of them leaked it because it was all over the Internet earlier this week. It's dated October 26th. It's on it's on official letterhead. It says, Dear Soros, we were made aware of the unauthorized use of our brand on the HBO show Insecure early yesterday morning and are taking steps to protect our brand. Please allow the corporate office to handle this matter. We all have a duty to protect our brand. You can do your part by refraining from engaging with anyone involved with the show or with anyone, including other Soros, on social media about this matter. Thank you for your continued assistance and cooperation. Sisterly, so Cynthia D. Howe, the executive director. So I'll say this again to the AKAs. I'm sorry. I was wrong. My bad. Carry on with your mad and good health. But please, please direct it to HBO. And please don't direct it to the actress who wore a costume while performing her role on a television show. It's not the actress's fault. You want to blame production? Okay. You want to blame the network? Okay. It's not the actress's fault. The um, the showrunner for *Insecure*, Princess Penny, he did a really good movie on Netflix uh, about a year ago. Do you remember the one about like the black guy who was like a wine connoisseur, a sommelier, and I think Courtney B. Vance was his dad. Courtney B. Vance is amazing at everything, but Courtney B. Vance played like the quintessential black daddy. It was amazing. I like him, or at least I like his work. I've never met him, but I like his work a lot. Um, but he's a showrunner for Insecure, and, and he put a post on Instagram. He says, um, Tiffany is a character on a TV show, not a real AKA. Molly has been drinking out of an AKA mug since season one in 2016, not one comment. We believed we were representing the organization in a positive life. We believed we, we believed we were representing the organization in a positive light. Tiffany is college educated, married, a good mom, a full career. Sounds like a lot of AKAs I know. She doesn't deserve this at all. I'll take those calls. And then Melina, her Instagram is at Miss Melina. She was a director for this episode. And she said that she'll take the criticism that's being sent the actress's way over this. She also posted on Instagram. She said, not y'all coming for anyone else for my directorial decisions. The actress so beautifully embodies a character. We costume her appropriately. That's how film and TV work. So if you want to come for anyone, I'll take it. Just doing my job representing us. That's a good team. That's good leadership. Whether you think they're wrong or not, I appreciate that the showrunner and the director are falling on the sword about it and protecting their actress. That's what they're supposed to do. Issa has taken a different approach. Issa is going like full surly. There's a viral tweet. Someone was mad at Issa and they added her and she responded and she's something like, Oh, I guess I'll cancel an additional episode. That's about AK or something like that. It's not, that's not a direct quote, but it's something like surly like that. But that's been Issa's response. That was before. um, AK had come out and said they didn't have clearance. I don't know if she would change her tune in light of of new information i haven't been i haven't seen anything else that she said about it what else do we have to talk about i really don't have anything else on my list i feel like there should be other things so maybe that's it for this week that's fine cuz i got to get this merch to the photographer before the end of the day if we want this drop to happen anytime next week i'm trying to get it out as quick as possible work with me work with me oh this was the thing that I wanted to mention. I knew it, I knew it was something. Little Nas X and Lil Boosie have been going back and forth. Or actually, more so, Lil Boosie has been going and attacking Little Nas X. And little Nas X's father has entered the chat. And when I first saw it, I was just like, that's interesting. Like his dad jumped in the fray. But it also dawned on me, Little Nas X is what? Like 20 Boosie is 38. I thought actually he was more like 50 something. He's been driving city miles with potholes. For his life, like, sir, I really thought you were like granddad status. The age difference between them just hit me the other day. Like, this dude isn't even like attacking his peer. Like, he's a 38 year old man who spends his waking hours, like, I don't know, constantly thinking about him, talking about him, tweeting about him. I was like, this is like even sicker than what I understood it to be, bro. You got some real like problems. But little Nas X's dad has had enough. Father X, like Boozy went on like another homophobic rant on Twitter. I think this one included like telling Little Nas X to kill himself. It's always been bad, but this one was like worse than usual. So Little Nas X's dad, Robert Stafford. Come on, black daddy. Black daddy jumped in the conversation. He said, how the hell you a gangster rapper promoting drugs, gun violence, degrading women, and getting high every video talking about you're for the kids. He said, Man, sit your old man looking ass down. The game has passed you. We real bankhead over here, not like the guy who claims it. Daddy is sick of this. Little Nas X responded to Daddy. He said, Don't get mad at me because your son came out like that. I know it hurts. Sir, that man is super proud of his son. After what is it? The um was it the industry baby video? No, the one where he was sliding down the pole from heaven to hell. I remember his dad like publicly saying like how proud he was of him for that video. That man loves his son. He don't care that boy gay. It's his son. I love little Nas X. I think he's a wonderful joy. I think he's a professional troll, which tickles me to death. I also think he's a joy to watch. Like If I was his parent, I'd be immensely proud. I can only imagine what his actual daddy feels. Who's publicly defending him. The dad is close to the Boosie age. That's two men going at it. I mean, little Nas X, he's a young man. Young. Emphasis. I still call him kid. But Boosie, a grown-ass man. He don't act like it. Sir, you need more business than trolling a man who's reached chart levels you've never seen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. At half your age. All right. That's the episode for today. I'm wrapping this up. I'm going to go get this merch to the photographer. To the photographer. So we can get it out. ASAP. Before I get swamped with the next wave of work, which is, you know, coming next week too. no, my life. It's the life I asked for. Oh, by the way, thank you to everyone who like has DM'd me, called me, texted me, emailed me, Facebook messengered me. Everything but Twitter. Y'all really don't be on Twitter like that. But last week I made a joke. I wanted to be clear. It was a joke about going to Vegas. I'm not going to Vegas with him. I don't have a ticket to go to Vegas with him and I have no plans to like you know jump in the Jeep and drive because that's actually a really fun drive I actually like driving to Vegas but I don't have plans to do that either the Vegas part was a joke but y'all did like I said because I told y'all if y'all hear me talk about go to Vegas tell me no stop me y'all did y'all part I appreciate y'all very much y'all do listen when I speak I'm mad at him right now I mean, not really, but yeah. Oh, it's so complicated. In good times and bad times. All right. That's the episode. Have a great weekend, y'all. Do some dumb shit, but don't tell nobody about it. And don't post it on the internet, okay? Just live your life. Enjoy. We'll talk next week. Okay, bye.